Welcome to this edition of Amazing Creation. I'm your host, Fred Johnson. This show is about the credibility of the scriptures as they pertain to the creation of the world and our origins, and in contrast to the dogma of evolution. The show is produced by the Triangle Association for the Science of Creation. That's shortened to TASC, T-A-S-C, a Raleigh, North Carolina group of scientists and lay folks whose mission is to increase awareness of the scientific evidence supporting the plain, straightforward understanding of the biblical account of creation. Evolution is almost universally now taught in our public schools, colleges, and universities as the origin of all of life we see around us. But there are many, including highly educated scientists, who see evolution not only as impossible, but moreover as untenable when made to stand beside the revealed Word of God in the Bible. Our show today is part two of the topic entitled On the Origin of Humans with Dr. Dan Reynolds, and we're very glad to have him back to tell us more about the genetic evidence supporting the biblical history of humans and against the evolutionary story. Dr. Reynolds has a Ph.D. in organic chemistry from the University of Texas at Austin, and he has recently retired after almost 25 years doing research with the GSK Pharmaceutical Company. Dan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Fred. Last time, we discussed so-called junk DNA and how the ENCODE project has shown that the non-coding DNA, that is, the DNA that does not code for proteins, far from being useless, has various functions as we would expect if our genome was created instead of being a chemical accident. We had also begun to discuss the real similarity and differences in the DNA between humans and chimpanzees. Dan, would you like to pick it up from there? Okay, Fred, thanks. We have all heard how the human and chimp genomes are at least 98% similar, but these results were based on flawed studies that assume most of our DNA is junk, so only a small fraction of the two genomes was actually compared. Additional studies taking into account all the available data have found that the true overall similarity between the human and chimpanzee genomes is 70%. The chimpanzee genome is 10% greater than the human genome. In addition, comparisons of human, chimpanzee, orangutan, rhesus, and gorilla genomic sequences gave no unique human evolutionary history, so it's unclear which primate should even be considered our closest living, quote, relative, unquote, and calls into question how, how phylogenetic trees are constructed. There has not been enough time to account for the differences in DNA between humans and chimpanzees, even assuming deep time in some evolutionary scenario. An ideal example will demonstrate this. There have allegedly been six million years since the last common ancestor of humans and chimpanzees. Assuming a generation is about 20 years, there have been 300,000 generations since divergence. Assume a constant population of 100,000 primates in which one beneficial mutation is fixed every generation for 10 million years. And this is a very generous assumption. No one would ever realistically expect that one beneficial mutation would be fixed every generation. Hence, 500,000 beneficial mutations would be added to the population. But by so doing, only 0.02% of the genome would have been altered. But there is a 30% difference between humans and chimpanzees. 
So it's not possible humans evolved from a common ancestor with chimpanzees 6 to 10 million years ago by a mutation natural selection process. Dan, so far you've discussed problems with the alleged evolution of humans. Is there any evidence for the biblical history of humanity? Sure. As already mentioned, human DNA is organized into 23 chromosomes, actually 23 pairs of chromosomes. One of the sets of chromosomes comes from the mother, the other from the father. Each set of chromosomes contains the information that determines traits such as hair and eye color. The unit of DNA that determines a particular trait is called a gene. And within each individual person, there are two copies of the gene that may be either the same or different from each other called alleles. There are two copies since the gene is found on each of the two copies of the chromosome in an individual. However, often only one of the alleles is expressed and is said to be dominant while the other unexpressed allele is called recessive. Now, the biblical timeline for humanity is as follows. 6,000 years ago, Adam and Eve were created by God. They had the fall. They had children and so forth. 1,600 years later, Noah and his wife, his three sons and their wives, embarked in the ark during the flood. About 100 years later, we had the Babel dispersion and people groups from then until modern times spread around the world. Based on this, several assumptions and predictions can be made about human genetics. Uh, Number one, we would start with two to four alleles for every trait. Two if Eve was a clone of Adam, up to four if she was not. Number two, consider Noah. Expect one Y chromosome now in the world among men. Why? The Y chromosome is inherited from fathers only, and on the ark, there was only Noah and his three sons, so there would only be one Y chromosome. And expect three mitochondrial DNA genotypes now. Why? Because the mitochondrial DNA is only inherited from mothers, and there was three young women who the whole world was repopulated through. That's Noah's son's wives. Number three. Babel. People groups were divided according to paternity using language. According to Genesis 10.32, we read as follows. These are the families of the sons of Noah after their generations in their nations, and by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. So from this, we would expect minor Y chromosome variations according to geography. We would also potentially expect that the mitochondrial DNA was homogeneous before the Babel dispersion. In other words, the different lines from the three women that were on the ark freely interbred with each other before the dispersion. Then minor variations would be seen in the mitochondrial DNA according to geography after the dispersion. How do these assumption predictions compare with what we find today? There's basically one Y chromosome found in humans today. The differences observed are small and sorted geographically. These small differences imply a very slow Y chromosome mutation rate or a very recent common ancestor or both. As mentioned before, this is a problem for human common ancestry with chimpanzees 
and molecular clocks and the, mu the mutation rates that are observed in the lab today. There are basically three mitochondrial DNA variants in the world, as would be expected if Noah's sons and their wives repopulated the Earth. The variants from the basic three types are geographically sorted. Scientists call these three mitochondrial DNA variants M, N, and R. Measured mitochondrial DNA mutation rates and the extent of variation observed now imply a common ancestor 6,000 years ago in accord with the biblical timeline. Alleles in modern humans usually come in two varieties. That is, for the most part, there are only two different alleles for a given trait in the entire human population, as would be expected if human humanity started as a pair of heterozygous humans in the recent past. There are some traits for which there are more than two alleles. These can be explained by early mutation, small tribes after the Babel dispersion, facilitating fixation of mutations, genetic hotspots, and variations built into Adam and Eve from the start. Dan, thanks for that information confirming biblical history. Is there other information that supports Scripture or is inconsistent with evolution of people? Yes. Evolutionists have long claimed that human chromosome number 2 was derived from the fusion of two primate chromosomes, 2A and 2B, in our evolutionary past. Indeed, chimpanzees have 24 chromosomes, while humans have 23. The difference presumably explained by the alleged fusion event. However, recent research has uncovered several problems with the fusion scenario. The area of the alleged fusion in chromosome 2 in humans is dissimilar to the ends of chromosomes 2A and 2B in chimpanzees. The alleged fusion would have involved an unprecedented head-to-head -head fusion event. In addition, there is functional DNA in the alleged fusion area. This would not be expected from the fusion of non-coding DNA in chromosomes 2A and 2B in the chimpanzee. The genes in chimpanzee chromosome 2A and 2B are dissimilar from the genes found in chromosome 2. And even if a fusion event had occurred, it could just have been in the human line and would not necessarily be evidence for common descent with chimpanzees. Moreover, telomeric DNA is common in mammalian genomes, so finding it in a human chromosome 2 is hardly unique. Dan, uh, can you share with us any other new findings on this issue? Yes, recent genetic research has shown that modern humans, Neanderthals, who live primarily in present-day Europe, and Denisovans, who lived in Central and Southeast Asia, are all part of the same human-created kind in that they interbred. Neanderthals were long claimed to be a subhuman intermediate in the human evolutionary story. Now we know that all non-African humans living today have 3 to 4% Neanderthal DNA demonstrating interbreeding. And apparently, Denisovans, Neanderthals, and one other line, possibly Homo erectus, also interbred. Hence, the number of alleged evolutionary intermediates in the human evolutionary history is shrinking as more and more are shown to be human, just like us. Dan, here we are again, out of time for today. Would you please summarize for our listeners these findings? Yes. 
In this brief discussion, we have reviewed some recent genetic evidences that support the biblical history of humans and contradict or at least do not support alleged evolutionary histories. Indeed, evidences once held up as proofs of human common ancestry with other primates, such as shared junk DNA, a greater than 98% DNA similarity between humans and chimpanzees, and an alleged chromosomal fusion event in our evolutionary past have disappeared. Most DNA is not junk. The real percent similarity between humans and chimps DNA is approximately 70%, and the evidence for past chromosomal fusion is weak at best and is irrelevant anyway. Even alleged evolutionary intermediates such as Neanderthals have been shown to be fully human. Perhaps most important, however, is that modern genetics provides positive evidence for Adam, Eve, Noah, and by implication, the flood. Noah's sons and families and the Babel dispersion. Adam and Eve and their recent existence are supported by the fact that there are only two alleles for most traits. Noah, his family, and the flood are supported by the finding of essentially one Y chromosome and three basic versions of mitochondrial DNA in extant humans. Measured mitochondrial DNA mutation rates date Adam and Eve at 6,000 years before present in accord with Scripture, as always, Scripture proves true. Evolution says we are cosmic tramps with no rhyme or reason for our existence but mere chance and the outworking of chemistry and physics. There can be no freedom or dignity in the evolutionary view since mere chemistry can't freely decide anything. Humans were created by God for a purpose and thus have inherent value. Being created by God means we have dignity and freedom to choose between right and wrong, God and sin, and God will hold us accountable for our choices. Dan, I really appreciate your taking the time for these last couple of shows. I'm sure this information has been very helpful to our listeners. And thanks to you listeners for tuning in. You can find out more about TASC and some good information about the scientific study of the world from the perspective of those who take the scripture seriously at the TASC website, task-creationscience.org. That's T-A-S-C-creationscience.org. There you can learn about TASC's monthly meetings, which are open to the public, subscribe to the monthly newsletter, and read and download previous articles. Until next time, this has been Fred Johnson for Amazing Creation.